0: To 16 now and in the ESV version it's titled choose whom you will serve choose whom you will serve so it says now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord and if it is of evil in your eyes to serve the Lord choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in the land you dwell. But as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let me pray. Father, I come before you and I thank you for this wonderful opportunity. I thank you for this wonderful opportunity to share what's on my heart. And Lord, I thank you for what you did this week in the the hearts of our young people of this church. Holy Spirit, I cannot do this without you. I welcome you in here and I ask you, please help me during this time together. Let us have an amazing time around your word and an amazing fellowship afterwards. Amen. Amen. I just want to share quickly as well, actually, a testimony of myself for this week and how I was really impacted by this week. You know, us, uh, like the leadership, the pastors, everyone's been praying for the youth this week. Really praying that they'd be touched by God. Really praying that God would move in their lives. And I've been praying that for them, breakthrough and impact. The Lord has a funny way of sneaking up on you as well. When you're praying for other people, then you realize He's actually going to touch you. So I was really, really touched this week, witnessing those down there serving the Lord. Witnessing people wanting to be all in for God. You know, and for those that don't know, like I grew up in church. I grew up going to St. Mark's for a few years. And I I went to some Christian camps before. So, on the very first night, and please excuse me, I might get emotional actually preaching this morning, but um, um, basically the first night we went down there, the leadership, the pastors, the volunteers, all were down there before the youth, and we all got time to worship the Lord together, and I had this real sense of like, um, I was looking around thinking of what the enemy had stolen from me for years, you know, (laughs) And I looked around the room and I could see all these leaders and pastors that had been growing up in church the whole lives and never left, you know. And I had this moment basically where it was very similar to when I first came back to church. I had this feeling of I'm home. And I'd never been to this camp before. I'd never been to this school before. But what I realized was that the foundation, the roots are there from a child. And I started to sense that feeling of unity with everyone that wants to serve the Lord. I started feeling that presence of God. and looked around the room and thought... Well, look what the enemy has robbed from me for years, but look what the Lord is restoring today. Amen. Look what God is bringing into my life today, you know. And I got an opportunity to share my testimony with some people. And when I started telling people that the enemy had robbed this from me for years, then I had this moment with the Lord, and I felt the Lord pressing on my heart, but you chose to live. You chose to leave the church. It was a choice, the power of choice. So when I was a teenager, and I really want the youth to hear me in the room this morning. When I was a teenager, I, I left the church. I walked away. I made a conscious decision that I don't want to go there anymore. And I began to get influenced by my friends. I began to get influenced by my neighborhood. I got influenced by people that were heading in the wrong direction. You know, and as actually, we were, during the time down there, we got to do a workshop. And in the workshop, we found out an amazing statistic I saw. That on average, it's estimated that an adult makes 35,000 decisions every day. 35,000 decisions every day. That blew my mind, you know. Excuse me. That really blew my mind. 35,000 decisions per day, you know. And I realized that that one decision of me leaving church that day caused a lot of pain, a lot of distraction, and a lot of destruction. And it was one decision. It was one choice. Out of 35,000, whatever day that may have been, when I finally decided I'm not going anymore, you know. And basically the choices, I suppose my first point this morning is really is, your choices are going to set the direction of your life. Your choices will will determine the direction of your life. You know, and the word circumstances, because I want to speak a bit this morning about the circumstances I was in and the circumstances I'm in today and the circumstances I believe the youth are heading towards, the word circumstances means a factor, condition connected with a relevant event or action. And my condition was pretty miserable before I came back to church because of the choices that I was making, because of the decisions that I was going in. And coming back to church has been the best decision, and the best choice I've ever met. And actually, we all noticed in the room, I think, but I met Pastor Pat and Costa Coffee. And that's where the Lord stepped into my life. But I was pondering, I was reflecting on that during the week, and I thought to myself, that day I got up and made 35,000 decisions. 35,000. Now, I know a lot of them are what toothpaste you'll use and what cup of coffee you'll drink. Most of the decisions aren't decisions that you think about. They're just things you do every single day. Habitual decisions they make every single day. But I grew up that day and unconsciously made 35,000 decisions. But I made one conscious choice and that was to me pass for a cup of coffee. And that choice has sent me in a different direction. That decision has directed me to Belgium. That decision has directed me to engagement. That decision has directed me to marriage. That decision, one decision that day for a cup of coffee, and thank you, Costa Coffee, amen, to Costa Coffee, but that decision and that choice sent me in a different direction. So I do want to talk to all of us this morning, and especially for like, the youth, but also for those that are responsible for these young people in the room. And I know I'm not a father myself, but I feel responsible for the youth and these kids, and it's so important for us to make the right choices. To make the right decisions, because they're watching. They're watching. And And during the week, I got to witness them desire to go after God. I got to witness their choice, their decision to run to the altar. You know, they made a choice every night, every day to go after God. And it was because those around them were making the same decision. Those around them were making the same choices. You know, they were influenced by their friends. But the great thing was God was moving because I asked him. I said, are you running to the altar because everyone else is doing it? Or, are you running to the altar because you want to? said, oh, we want to. We want what they have. You know, so, and, and, and it's just amazing. Like, I want to really, to be honest, there's no one in the room from Pulse, but we do have to honor Pulse and, and, and be grateful for Pulse and those that do it because there was 400 kids down there this week. 400 kids we all talk about how the, the generation's lost and all these kids haven't got a hope and it's terrible and it's disastrous out there I went 400 kids 400 of you put their hands up for Jesus people in the youth group being baptised in the Holy Spirit people in the youth group giving their life to Jesus having real confessions of faith but it was all because of the decisions and the choices that they decided to make you know and it was out of so all of us really need to be conscious I suppose this morning and going forward of the decisions that we're making that the youth are watching, that the youth are observing and the youth are looking at, looking for, you know. And this morning I found this quote as well, and I really, really thought it was an amazing quote. It says, The decisions you make today matter. Every decision points your life in the direction you're about to travel. No decision is an isolated choice. It's a chain of events. If you choose wisely, your future will reflect that. But if you don't choose wisely, the decisions you make now will take you to places you don't want to be later and i want to say to the young people in the room anyone that is really struggling i don't know all of you is anyone's kind of on the fence or on the edge i've been to those places i've been to places that you don't want to go i'm coming back today and this morning to tell the youth you don't need to go there and you need to follow after god and i really want to encourage us this, this morning youth keep the desire burning in your heart that was placed in your heart this week you know we asked the youth how do we sustain this now they're all on fire for Jesus. You know, and he said, well, we need to pray more. We need to worship more. And we need to encourage each other more. And the, the Lord was doing something powerful this week. They were all standing in arms and in unity. You know, they were all standing in unity together. The Holy Spirit was moving in such a way that they were all positioned in unity. And that's what I want to talk about as well this morning. That your choices send you in a direction. But the direction will place you in a position. It will place you in a position. These youth during the week chose to run to the altar. That direction placed them at the feet of Jesus. That direction placed them in a position for the Lord to really move in their lives. You know, your position not only impacts you, but it impacts those around you. You know, and I have to say, I met a man down there. I hadn't met him before, Sam Corkin. and I got to hear the story and his testimony, and he he got saved 10 years ago. And now he's the national leader of of Ireland in, in in CCI, and he's 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 leading this this youth group. He's leading four hundred kids, and I just looked at him and thought, his decision, his choices that he's made over ten years, is impacting and positioning kids all in a room together, four hundred youth together. Now he has a team behind him, and everyone else as well is making choices and decisions. But i just thought, wow, it's so important for us as. Well, I suppose I'm not much older than the youth, but anyone that's older than the youth and these kids in this room, it's so important for us to be choosing wisely and, and, and bringing them along in the direction we know they need to go in. The narrow road of where greatness lies, you know, the, the glory of God. We need to do something for these kids. We need to do something for these youth. We need to make sure we're placing them in position for God to really move in their life. Because that's what I noticed this week. he went, went to West Smith. They went to a school, but it was more than that. They went to a place, you went to a position for God to move, for God to walk in their lives, you know. And so your decisions and positions can bring change in the lives of people around you. Let's make the choices every day that position ourselves to impact these young people, you know, and let's make the decisions each day so we can see the outcome in their lives. And that brings me to, to one of my points, outcome. Your outcomes are determined on the choices and the directions that you go in. You know, and um, I really believe God wants to c- continue this, this walk in these youth. You know, I, really want to, I really believe that even today and, and t- this morning that God wants to, to do something. God wants to move in their lives. Like it was, it was phenomenal to witness. You know, it was phenomenal. So the, the choices that they made directed them to an outcome, and that outcome was breakthrough. We spoke about breakthrough this year directive breakthroughs that bring establishment and i believe that that pulse camp was one of them it was a directive breakthrough they got there and they were directed to the feet of jesus they were directed to the altar they were directed to a place that brought change in their hearts directed to a place that brought freedom and liberation directed to a place that brought the baptism of the holy spirit that's promised in the bible directed to promise directed to vision you know a young lad got up and he started prophesying all over these youth the nation only 15 years of age you know there was a word given to him that they're young arrows young arrows that need to be sent out we have in the midst of us precious arrows young arrows that we need to be holding on to and needing to send out there this young lad just being so touched by Jesus prophesying all over these kids lives was just amazing to see But he he told the room, I chose last year to not get involved. I chose last year to sit outside on the grass. He told the youth, last year I came to Pulse and I decided not to be involved. This year I've chosen to be all in. All in for God. All in for Jesus. And that's what I want to speak to us this morning about. Like, I want us all to be all in. All in for the church. All in for the youth. All in to bring change and impact for these kids. Amen. 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 It's very soil in the room. Amen. That's good. Yeah, that's good. You know, the week. The way, amen. Amen. Yeah. The choices I made to meet Pastor Pat that day for coffee changed and altered my life. And it's, it's, the Lord is still doing that. And that's what I felt when I was down at Pulse. I thought, whoa, look what the enemy stole for years. But the Lord says, yeah, but look what I'm restoring. You know, as it says, the locust leaves, but the Lord will restore. Law will bring change, but it's so important that we are conscious of: Are we aligned with where God is trying to take us? Are we aligned? Are our choices and is the direction that we're going in aligned with where God wants to take us? I preached a few weeks ago about determination brings us to our destination, but really our choices. There's no determination without being without choosing. You know, it's 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 the choices we need to make daily that bring us to that destination. That bring us and i really feel it down there that week i thought wow look what god is doing bringing 400 kids together and touching their lives and moving them and i believe moving them into position now giving in their hearts the heart for worship the heart for prayer the heart for evangelism the heart to go and preach the gospel the heart to pray with others you know witnessing these standing arm in arms and wanting to share with other people what they feel god has placed on their hearts it's, it's, it's the time is now for these youth to be placed in position placed in position to bring them to a destination placed in position to bring them in the direction that God has for them. And Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. Plans for a bright future. That's what God has for your kids. That's what God has for your youth. The God, the God we serve has a bright future for them. A future filled with promises. We hear this week again that there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of promises in the Bible. And the promises of God are yes and amen for them that believe. And we need to believe for your youth. We need to believe that they will have a bright future. We need to believe that these children. To be filled with more youth that these youth will go in and impact their city their nation their kids their their friends their peers you know that the fire that goes, that was placed inside of them this week will burn and, and ignite in their schools now they're about to head back to school now but i believe we in the room are all have a responsibility we in the room have a responsibility to do all we can to help these youth keep the fire going you know to keep the fire going. Because if it wasn't for Pastor Pat and Pastor Sean, the leadership of this, I, the, every walk of the Lord, it's up to us to get on our knees before the Lord. It's up to us to pray and to worship and read our Bible. But being a young Christian, and I'm still a very young Christian, being a young Christian, if you're not guided, if you're not discipled, if you're not told what to do, you begin to get influenced by everyone else. You know, I asked the youth, why is this place so impactful? Why is being so touched this week? Why, what's different? And I asked the question, honestly, and it was a resounding yes. Do you feel closer to God this week than he's ever did before? And they all said yes. Why? Why? Because we're in a room that is filled with everyone that's desiring the same thing. We're in a room with people that want the same. Now they're about to leave, though, and they're going to go into schools, and the majority of the people around them aren't going to want to desire the same thing. They're going back now to positions. They're going back to places. They're going into the world and they have to have find that balance now. How do we be in the world? How do we be in the world and how can we be a Christian? But what they need is, is they need us. They need leadership. They need discipleship and they need guidance and they need direction and they need us to be on fire for Jesus just as they were this week. This week, I've, ne- I've never witnessed anything like it before in my life. I, I, was, I, was, I was weeping all week. I went went praying for these youth and praying for these kids, and I'm up at the front of the uh, the altar before the Lord, weeping, broken, thinking, whoa, look what God is doing. Look what God is doing, and look what he's going to continue to do. And I believe, and and I really declare this, I believe that's going to grow. We brought 12 this year. I really believe it's 25 next year. Let's bring a bus down there. But from now to next year, we can't wait for Pulse 2024. We need to be all in now, all of us. Every single one of us, and even for young adults in the room, maybe you're asking the question, where am I positioned? Where do I need to be? How do I need to help? And I think this morning, this is the morning for you. I think this, this is the morning, this, I think this morning for you, I really feel this from God. There's so many in the room this morning. Oh, so many in the room this morning, God's calling you into position. He's calling you into service. He's calling you to serve the Lord. It says in Joshua, my house. My house will serve the Lord all the days of my life. And his goodness and mercy shall follow you all those days. But you need to partner with God this morning. You need to bow before God this morning. And you need to say to God this morning, here I am, send me. Send me. Send me to where you want me to be. Send me into my friend groups. You know, they've done wonderful things this, this week of all their calls. All the calls of salvation all the calls of prayer for families, but all the calls for here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. And it really takes, I've seen it. It takes real vulnerability. It takes real openness. And as you open your heart, God will do something. God will move. You know, when I went to CTS, I was at every altar call, (laughs) every single one of them. And every time God did something, every time God broke in a little bit more into my heart. And as he breaks in, he brings liberation. He brings freedom.